Welcome, Shamila Gopalan. Welcome to your career down under show. Hi, good morning, Ayash. It's it's good to be here. Thank you for having me on. Excellent. So, Shamila, you know, can we, you know, before we start digging into the our podcast, uh, you know, topic, could you please share your career story with us? You know, how did you start your career and what exactly do you do now? Sure, not a problem. So, um, I started my career in. Uh, advertising, actually, um, some 22 years ago. <laughs> that's, that's, that seems quite long. Uh, and moved into uh, the media industry. So I've been in uh, media and television uh, for close to 20 years, uh, 20, 22 years. Um, so a little bit of background and context. Um, I actually grew up in Malaysia until I was 16, 17, and then I moved to the U.S. and, and lived between the U.S. and Asia for a while. Um, and then at some point, I came back to Malaysia and actually, um, you know, went into the advertising industry. Um, I was with, it, was, it was quite short. I, was, I started at Beatty, uh, which was a very big agency uh, in Asia at that time. I don't think they're around anymore. Um, And then I went to FCB, which is, again, a a global um, advertising agency. Um, And I think I spent about two years, you know, in both of them. So it was a pretty short time. But uh, I just have to share this. I mean, uh, that was a pivotal moment why I moved from advertising to media is because I had one of the worst career experiences in my life at FCB. Oh. I mean, hands down the worst till today. Um, there was actually a lot of um, bullying and emotional harassment. Um, and it was, it was because of uh, this woman that was head of traffic. And she was just a total, like, terror. Mm. She, you know, like, she would throw briefs at, at people and she would scream at me and, and throw stuff on the floor and expect you to pick it up. Yeah, so it was, it was quite bad. And at that time, because I was so young and I just started in my career, I thought it was quite, um, you know, it was quite normal. But, I mean, on hindsight, I don't think so, right? Um, which then I was like, you know what, I'm not cut out to be in advertising. This is just, this is just not meant for me. <laughs> so... And, uh, and to be quite honest, I actually nearly got fired from that job. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I, don't, I think that's a good sign. I'm not meant to be doing this. So and then I moved into media. Um, so, I, you know, and, and in, the, in the newspaper industry and the print at that time, and then, you know, through television. But if you think about it, on hindsight, I do think um, that experience at FCB was a very pivotal moment in my life because it pushed me into, you know, um, where I needed to go, right? And where it has led me today. So it led me into media. I worked for very large global TV networks from running CNN um, business in Southeast Asia to the National Geographic Channel where I led the digital division and then Fox International. So I think... It was a good thing. And life always does that, right? Life always throws something at you and then kind of pushes you in a different direction because that's the direction you're meant to be at. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, and then after working for large Fortune 500s um, and being based in, in several countries, so I was based in Singapore for about 17 years, but in between 
Um, I was based in Hong Kong, uh, New York, uh, and a few more places. And then in 2013, um, after being in, in, in corporate and very senior positions, I had a bit of an epiphany because I woke up one morning um, and just thought, you know, lying in bed, I would think, what ha- I mean, when I'm on my deathbed, what am I going to say I have accomplished, right? What is my legacy going to be? Is it, you know, being in a large corporate environment and being really good at politics and, you know, making all this money, but being really unhappy? Yes. You know, so I think that at that point, I decided to launch my own venture uh, in Asia, which was called Blink Asia. And it was, it was a media and a content company as well. But it's very different from what I'm doing right now. Um, with Blink, I actually worked with the, you know, the group of people in the industry that I had been in for 20 years. So I worked with a lot of um, brands. I worked with a lot of advertising media agencies. Okay. I worked with a lot of content companies of so production uh, you know, a lot, all the large TV networks from, um, you know, History Channel to Star to yep. Fox International, Channel V to Sports, and, you know, just everyone, Discovery, um, NBCU. So, and what we did was we basically, um, you know, created branded content. We did a lot of consulting and I also launched my own TV shows. Oh. So, yeah, so I launched a slate of shows. Um, where I worked with an investment arm uh, who was, was just set up and it was also a really good friend of mine who came in and he was really interested in wanting to do this. So we, we did that for a short while, and um, which I exited in uh, 2017 mm. before I moved to Melbourne. So right now I've actually launched a venture um, very recently. So I took some time and I moved here to really figure out what it is that I wanted to do with all the experience that I've had and everything that I've kind of learned in my career, in my life, right? And um, I've always been very passionate um, about issues around women, which was very obvious because A, I was a woman, or I am a woman, sorry. Uh, And two, um, you know, having been in a, in a corporate environment and gone through so many different, um, I guess, uh, situations, worked in, in, in large uh, Fortune 500s, worked in startups in between, ran my own business. I knew how that felt, you know, for a woman in that environment uh, as an executive and as an entrepreneur. And I think even more so as a multicultural woman. Mm. You know, so I, I felt like I wanted to be able to be of service yeah. to the other women out there and share what I could, you know, and also for future goals and, you know, the, the, gen- the next generation of goals. So I launched her with at the end of May. And what we essentially do is we work with women entrepreneurs mm. and corporate executives as well as, as corporates where we go in and we give these women a voice. And what that translates to really is we work with individual people or individual women to amplify their personal brand. Mm. And 
what that encompasses is really about digging deep into truly what they believe and what they are passionate about yeah. and bringing that to life. And, you know, doing the same thing that I felt I'm, I'm doing right now, which is sharing all those, all that knowledge and ideas and experiences that they have mm. so that other people can learn from them. But also, I guess, for them, in today's day and age, whether you're running a business or whether you're, you know, an executive in, in an organization, um, we, in order to actually build your business or build your career, mm. people need to know what you stand for and who you are. You know, it's, it's so busy. And if you don't put yourself out there and create a unique value proposition of who you are and let people know what your expertise and your talent and yeah. what you believe in, nobody's going to know that. Yeah, true. You know, so we help women specifically do that. And we do that through thought leadership content. Mm. Uh, we do that through social media. So we manage all their social media. We do that through data analytics. Mm. And then we also um, amplify them through uh, PR initiatives that encompass, you know, speaking uh, or panels or yes. podcasts like this, you know, and things like that. So it's a 360 offering, really. That's really good. That's really yeah. Good. I think some of the things that you said about, you know, digging deep into one's experience to really find out yeah. what does one want to do is probably the most crucial aspect about identifying the the brand or what you stand for. So if, if you read it, you know, dig into a topic for the podcast around personal branding, what, in you know, if, if you have to define personal branding in, let's say, two sentences or three sentences, what, how would you really define that personal brand? Well, it, it's, um, it, it's hard to kind of define it in two or three sentences because I think there's a huge misconception about personal uh, brand and personal branding. It's actually two very different things, right? So I think, um, or the definitions are uh, different hmm. because for us, what we've realized is a personal brand is, is the objective, whereas the personal branding is the process and strategy by which to achieve that objective. Hmm. So if in two or three sentences, that's what I would say. Sure. But if you're going to break it down, um, you would definitely look at, you know, in order to establish a personal brand, you do it through a process and a strategy of personal branding. So we actually have um, a definition for both personal brand and personal branding. Yeah. And what we say with personal brand is it's a, it, we define it as a widely recognized and largely uniform perception and impression of an in individual based on their experience, their expertise, their competencies, their actions and achievements within a community, industry or marketplace at large. Mm. Now for personal branding, this is a conscious and intentional effort to create and influence public perception of an individual mm. by positioning them as an authority in their industry, elevating their credibility and differentiating themselves from the competition to ultimately advance their career, grow their business, increase their circle of influence, and have, have a larger impact. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, I think I think one of one of the most important aspect of of what you just said, uh, Chaitanya, was the deliberate attempt to do that. So you're not really, you know, waiting for the the environment around you to define who you are, but you are kind of taking that control. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, in today's world, I mean, today's Instagrammable world, right? Yeah. Like, there's so much misperception. And I, I think you can create a persona of yourself, which is completely not true. So it gets so busy and cluttered mm. um, on one end. And then on the other hand, you have a lot of people out there, especially women, who are extremely talented and knowledgeable and passionate and compassionate that just don't have, um, you know, the skill set or the resource to, uh, to showcase that these are their qualities. So I think there needs to be a bridge in between or or a center where it allows people to actually show, you know, put themselves out there, but be very authentic about it. So that's, that's key for, for me personally and, and for the business and the clients we work with. Excellent. So how does, what are, what are the steps? Obviously you, you would have worked out, you know, what are some of the, the, the essential steps involved in, in order for somebody to really identify. Yeah. And so if you can just give us some idea of what are the steps involved into that? Well, I mean, um, I'll give you a very brief overview of how that works, but I think first and foremost, we get our clients to really understand the difference between a personal brand and personal branding. Um, because a lot of people come and they go like, oh, okay, I want to build my personal brand. Mm. It's like, uh, okay, so we go through a whole process where we've actually created a proprietary discovery workshop that we work with either, it doesn't matter who we work with. And it's called RAW, so R-O-A-R, which translates to um, rapid outcomes, action, results. Mm. That's, that's what it translates to. Mm-hmm. And we have um, a, about a half day, a four half day sessions that we break down. So it's a, it's a two day program. Sure. Um, but because it's quite intensive, we break it down to you know half a day over a period of four days. And essentially, what it does is it makes the person dig deep into what it is that they want their outcomes to be, what are priorities for them, and then why is that a priority? So we look at the why before we look at the, at the what and the how. Yeah. You know, and there's a whole, um, we've, I built it with this, with this amazing woman who's done this for 45 years, and um, she's built this model, and it's been recognized by Harvard Business Review, and wow you know, and the Gartner group and all of that. And, you know, just by chance, you know, this is how life is, right? I met her at, at an event and we started talking and I was telling her about this. She's like, look, why don't I help you build this? And I was like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hands down. So we built it and um, it's, 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 it's amazing because I, I did it and it really gave me a lot of clarity as in, you know, for example, for me, I want to build my business and, you know, to a certain, uh, to a certain level and I have different outcomes in my life. But when we're in it, it gets really hard to see what that is, right? Mm-hmm. So we help them break that out first. And the reason we do that and how this translates to what we do in terms of building their brand is it helps us understand what their intention is. Because when we understand your intention and they understand their intention, 
we can create an authentic brand from that intention. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, whatever you do, whether it's content, whether it's speaking, whether it's, you know, putting yourself out there, whether you're talking to your colleagues or to your bosses, it must come from an area where it is in line with your intention and what your final outcome is. So understanding that is the North star for us. Mm. Right. So once we do that, um, then we actually start breaking it down into what the message is. Um, you know, we hone in into their messaging uh, in order to build their true brand. Because I think a lot of people don't really think about it. They do things on a very superficial level. I mean, a lot of people take pictures or they hire a designer or they take a video and they talk about, oh, let's talk about this. But that's very surface level branding. Yeah. In order to cut through, you have to showcase what you truly believe in, which again goes back to your intention and then, you know, creates that whole line, um, which ends up building your, your brand itself, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we have three phases. Yeah. Part of that phase is the raw discovery workshop, and then we go into breaking that down uh, into what your content strategy is. Um, you know, we execute that content strategy for you over a period of a minimum of four to six months. Yeah. We look at all elements that surround that, that strategy to build your brand. For, for Howitt and for me, content is, is everything. Absolutely. Because content is the most important way of communicating who you are. True. And that could be written, that could be video, that could be audio, that could be a podcast, that could be anything. Yeah. Right? But it showcases who you are. Like me sitting down with you right now and talking about, you know, what I believe in is me building telling people what my, my mission and my passions are, yeah. which is aligned with what my brand is, essentially. Mm. Um, so it's the same thing. So we do that, and then we also do all their social media because that's the platform we believe in. I mean, in this world, the traditional media outlets, I mean, honestly, it really depends on who you want to reach, but everybody's online, so, and everybody's on social. So you just got to identify, you know, who your audience is, where they sit, and then we target them in that, in, you know, in that particular uh, atmosphere, ecosystem. And then we look at the data that comes out of all the stuff that we've done. So what we do is we treat a brand campaign, a personal brand campaign, like a client campaign, really. Yes. So, you know, so we look at it that way. And that's my background. So I, I know exactly what that process is. And then we do the amplification, which is, positioning them uh, for speaking or panel discussions or roundtables or podcasts, you know, um, or, you know, any kind of, True. I guess, face, public facing appearances. True. 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 Now that's, I think, I think content, you know, marketing or content development is the essential. I always, uh, you know, kind of give an example of the, uh, you know, a candle for in order for candle to be, uh, you know, to be lit in oxygen is the basic, it's the necessity of that. Right. In order for you to, to build your, you know, to amplify your brand and amplify your message and, you know, oxygen is essential and the content creation and, and distribution and development is the, is the oxygen. Otherwise your brand dies. Absolutely. Yeah, because you can't just create your content and then keep it 
with you and then nobody actually sees it. Or, you know, you put stuff on social media, but it's not really in line with, with your brand. I've seen this happen so many times. Like pe- uh, people just want to put content out. But then you just put random stuff out and then your audience is a bit confused and then you just lose them, right? Because they don't really know who you are. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, I was speaking to a, you know, a you know, large group of chartered accountants yesterday on similar concept. And I said, you know, one, one of the things that I, I could sense their question is that they should, we don't know what to say. And I said, look, if I close the door and I give you a butcher paper, and they take the phone away. There's nothing in the room for you to do. And I come back after six hours, right? Mm-hmm. Build out the whole, you know, papers, everything. You would have written everything, right? And then we can, we can actually start to look at how do we really, you know, make short stories out of it and, you know, short videos or blogs out of it. I said, the content's still there in your, in your head because you've been working for long. Mm. The idea is that, you know, first of all, you got to bring the content out. The, you know, the shape will come eventually. First is the raw material that you need. And I said, there are plenty of raw materials sitting in your head right now. Yeah. Right? Which you can, if you share that, which will have an immense impact, you know, which will educate few people, which will inspire some people. That's exactly spot on. I mean, that's exactly what our mission is about. I mean, I'm doing this. Um, for women, I mean, for them to obviously, you know, grow and elevate themselves and, and, you know, establish and become successful. But I think more so that other women and other young girls can learn because if I was growing up and I had, um, role models and I could look at and see, oh my God, you know, that person has my story and that person looks like me and that person has done all these things. It gives me, it would have given me a lot more, I guess, guidance in, in my path, I would say. Um, it, it, I, and I think it also stems from, from that very strong personal experience and belief, absolutely. which is why I'm doing this. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now, you know, what, what are some of the barriers in, in someone's building a brand? What, you know, there'll be barriers, obviously, around whether am I adequate enough or whether am I, you know, uh, you know, smart enough to do mm. it or, you know, what are some of the barriers that you have encountered so far where people's, people resist this idea of building a brand? Well, I think I can speak uh, specifically for women because, yeah. you know, just from personal experience and working with my clients and, you know, throughout my, my career is there's, there's several uh, variables here, right? I think from a, what we've identified as the top three barriers, and this is something that comes from me as well as comes from you know other people. Um, there are two very practical standpoints um, or two key areas um, where it's one is resource, which is time, right? So when you're in a career, and especially if you're in a senior role or you're building a business, yeah. Yeah, your time is focused on, you know, managing your teams, managing your uh, your board, managing your bosses, managing your investors, building your business, yeah. and you know, getting processes in place and more. And I think for women, um, it's even more of a of a resource issue because 
if you have a family and you have yeah. kids, True. there's the fundamental variable of being the carer, yeah. Yeah. right? Even though, I mean, today I know quite a number of people where their partners or, you know, their husbands do take up the role yeah, yeah, yeah. as being caregiver. But fundamentally, the mother plays a large role as a nurturer and carer. I mean, we cannot deny this. Absolutely. All right? Yeah. So with all this being a priority, building a, a personal brand through content or networking events or, you know, becomes the least of our priorities. And it can even take a, a backseat, right? So that's a big thing. Like the time and the resource issue is a big thing. The second most, uh, I think, practical area that we see a barrier in is skill. So not everyone has the skill to create content um, that is going to resonate mm. because you do also need to understand what your audience wants to, to hear. I mean, who are you really talking to? Why are you doing this? So, I mean, if, if someone's a, I don't know, a, a plumber or someone is, you know, um, working in a very technical, uh, like IT job, yeah. I mean, their mind is very statistical and analytical in that sense. They're, they're not looking at the creative side of things, right? Mm. So, and also the skill to actually write from an emotional standpoint of view mm. or create content from that. So I think skill is, is, a, is a big area. And that's where we come in and we help and, you know, we kind of work through things for them. But I think before the overarching issue that all women have is... Yeah largely psychological yeah. which is self-doubt and fear mm. and this is something i can speak for personally hands down sure. sure you know and we always ask these questions like what you just said right am i am i good enough or yeah. and you know um am i you know having putting the impression that i am if i put all this stuff out there and put my face on my website or on a social media platform uh, am i showing off what will my colleagues think in my corporate job? What will my community think? What will my family think? You know, what if someone calls me an imposter yes. you know, for creating an exciting persona that I'm actually just an ordinary person? Yes. So, you know, it's all these, these doubts, right? And women have a big thing like, oh, I'm not pretty enough. Mm. I'm not thin enough. I'm not, you know, this enough. Who wants to listen to what I have to say? It's all the, like, you know, self, self-doubt. It's there all the time. So, I mean, what we do is we, we actually come in and we try to showcase that with our expertise, we can actually help you overcome this, right? But I feel the, the other, um, when I moved here, I was quite surprised with one of the areas that I had actually identified. So I've been in, in Melbourne for about 19 months now. And with all the stuff that I just said earlier on about the self-doubt, I think here you have a syndrome called the tall poppy syndrome. It's, yeah, it's, true. it's just, yeah. And that is, you know, I mean, all of that that I've said in terms of self-doubt and fear, it resonates globally. It's not just in one area. Every, everybody everywhere has, has these fears. Yes. But here, I feel it's perpetuated a slight, you know, a little bit more because of this syndrome. And I think we need to kind of overcome that psychologically because we have to always remember this one key thing that people want to connect with people. Yeah. You know, so we all need to give 
our brands and our business a major injection of humanity. That's, that's it. That's really, and, and people will be very open to all the vulnerabilities that you have because all of us are not perfect. We all have, you know, our faults and our mistakes and we've all gone through severe challenges. We've been fired from jobs. We've been harassed. We've been bullied. There's all sorts of things that have happened, right? We've gone bank. Some people have gone bankrupt. You know, some people have lost people. I mean, it's all sorts of things. So, and, and it's important to understand that it's okay to do that. Yeah. So I think once we help these women overcome these barriers, mm. they start to see, oh, okay, I guess, I guess it's true. I guess, you know, um, you know, I won't be judged. And from the practical standpoint of view, you know, I have the, the creation and the time bit covered. And from a psychological standpoint of view, I have a community behind me that is doing the same thing yeah because of the way we do it we're not here to make you the next you know um big celebrity we're here to create um a authentic impression of you with your with the community and with your with your audience that you want to talk to so i think ultimately once they get their head around that it's it's pretty good it's, it's fine. <laughs> no, I, I agree. You know, my, my, my own theory, uh, you know, around this is that, um, uh, you know, you know when, when we talk about the tall poppy syndrome, mm. um, you know, so you know, there are two conversations that goes on in my head. Mm. Whenever I see other people, uh, you know, doing exceptional things. So one is that, you know, I know that I can do that. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's no no uh, sort of no barrier to my skills in order to do that. Yeah. Uh, right. But I I want to do it, but I don't want to sound like that. So there's there's kind of two things continuously going in my head. Yeah. Yeah. At one point in time, and sometimes the one wins, and sometimes the other wins. <laughs> you know. And secondly, I have kind of uh, you know also see. That the that the disease uh, so much disease probably is not the right word but the but the way we continuously compare uh, what other person does and what I do yeah. is also one of the one of the barriers that I have seen people withholding themselves yeah uh, you know but at the same time if you see the other side is that we don't want our children to have that right. Mm. So, you know, if our, if our son or daughter comes and says, look, dad, this is what I want to do, but I'm afraid of that, we will probably go berserk and we will <laughs> give him or her a lecture of his or her life. Yeah. Tell them. Yeah. I've done that, do that, I'm there with you, blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to, to giving the same medicine to ourselves, yeah. we kind of struggle with it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that's actually very natural because... Which is why even some of the clients that I have um, who are experts in helping other people, you know, do marketing or build their, their businesses and their brands struggle with, with building their own, mm. you know, because it's hard to uh, introspect, I think, number one. And number two is it's again about as, as human beings, psychologically, we are built to 
nurture and care for other people. Mm. You know, and I think we, like for example, you said if, if our children came to us, our first, um, you know, our first thing would be, no, you cannot say that. You must believe in yeah. yourself. You must do this. <laughs> There is no stopping you, you know, but yeah. we, we, don't, we don't say that to us. We find that really hard for yeah. ourselves to take that advice and actually yeah. action on it. Yeah. I think, you know, so, and, I mean, I have that all the time as well. I mean, after building, you know, having been in, in running businesses and building and, and businesses and selling them and all of that, you still have that self-doubt. I mean, yes. And I think in today's, again, going back to today's social media environment, where you see other people doing stuff and you're comparing yourself to them and you're like, wow, look at these guys. Look at what they've done. You know, they've built all these amazing businesses. Oh, look at her. Like she's, or or he's become, you know, the CEO of this company and he's doing all these things and sitting on a private jet. But you don't know what they've gone through. You know what I'm saying? So, there are problems that, you know, what challenges they have gone through mm. where they are. Yeah. So, I think one of the, the best pieces of advice that I've ever heard yeah. um, from, you know, my, my idol, if you want yeah. to that, is Oprah Winfrey. I love yeah. her, um, hands down. And she... Um, you know, when she was doing her talk shows for 20 years, uh, I mean, there were people coming up with all sorts of talk shows, right? Like in yeah. the US, it's crazy. Like everyone's yeah. trying to talk show and everyone's trying to come on. And today it's like, that's what everybody does. Yeah. And she basically said to herself and her team, it's like, it doesn't matter what the other guy is doing. Mm. Focus on yourself and you run that race as fast and as well as you can mm. not need to look behind mm. you just do what you need to do and you will get to where you need to go yeah I've always thought about that every time i feel that way so yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's sensible advice now yeah uh, you know so tell us you know how do people get in touch with you if they need some more help i'm pretty sure that you know there'll be migrant uh, you know entrepreneurs women there's yeah. a woman executives who listen to the podcast yeah how do they really get in touch with you? Well, I mean, they can definitely uh, drop me an email at yep. um, Shamila, so S-H-A-M-I-L-A at herwit.com.au. Yep. They can contact me on LinkedIn under, you know, I'm Shamila Gopalan and drop me a message there. Um, even go to our website, which is herwit.com.au. And, you know, there's a contact form and my, you know, my, my details are there as well. So yeah, I'm I'm all over social media. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was a pleasure chatting with you, Shamila, and you 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 know give us a lot of uh, you know pointers to think about. Thank you so much for having me. This was really really good. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs>